Hello and welcome. This is Dr. Allison DeBardo Goggin with Little Black Bag Medicine. And today we are going to have a tough conversation about coffee, caffeine, your hormones, and really your overall health. So can coffee affect your hormones? And the answer is yes. So if you're struggling with hormone health, insomnia, and we're going to go over a lot of different symptoms that might be linked with your caffeine consumption, this might be a wake-up call for you to quit caffeine and see how it affects your body, your hormones, your health, your inflammation, your joint health, all of these things. Because it's really important that you understand that everything that you take into your body is going to affect you in some way or another. And so let's let's just get started. Most people I know drink anywhere from one cup to like 10 cups of coffee a day. It is not uncommon for me to hear that someone makes three Starbucks runs in one day. And to me, that is shocking because that is so much coffee, but also sugar and milk and dairy and so many other things and chemicals that are in these drinks. So what my problem with is mostly the overconsumption. So if you're having one cup a day, it might not be affecting you as much as someone who drinks 10 cups of coffee a day. And let's talk about why I'm worried about this and why we're talking about it, why I'm mad at myself because I love coffee too. So really, if this is you, I would just start by cutting it down. You don't have to necessarily go cold turkey unless that's better for you mentally. But um, like right now, my husband likes to drink two pots of coffee a day. He'll argue with me and say, well, it's not two pots. Technically, there's only 10 cups in each pot. Fine, fine, fine. Um, I asked him to just go down to one pot of coffee, like, like just wake, make one in the morning. I won't drink any right now. And let's just get your body reduced down and let your tolerance build back up. So the most important factor for me in this whole conversation is that caffeine cross-reacts with gluten. So what does that mean? Cross-reaction means that if you have a gluten sensitivity or you're celiac or you just know that you can't tolerate bread because it makes you sick, that our body over time begins to see other chemicals and compounds to look like gluten. They kind of look the same, especially if you're over consuming it. So you say someone like me who has a gluten intolerance, well, okay, that's fine. And now I'm drinking coffee and caffeine all day long. Those proteins, my body will start to be inundated with it and it will look just a little bit like gluten, just enough that my body and immune system will say, okay, well, now we have a problem with gluten and caffeine looks like gluten. So let's tag caffeine. And anytime she has caffeine, we're going to attack it and go after it. This is what leads to autoimmune diseases because gluten looks like the thyroid, the brain, the cerebellum, the pancreas, the ovaries, the gut. And this is where that autoimmune cascade starts. So now caffeine looks like the brain, the pancreas, the ovaries, the thyroid. So every time you drink caffeine, you're increasing your attack on those organs that may have been tagged by the immune system. So really this cross-reaction is causing more damage in your body. And there's an amazing test by Cyrex Labs that you can do for autoimmunity, cross-reaction with gluten for food sensitivities, and really dig deep into your blood chemistry to see, is this going on for you or is there something else? Because that way, if you're cutting out caffeine and you don't have to, you might be able to slide by with it. Okay. A lot of research has not been done. Most of the research for women and hormones has shown that caffeine affects estrogen, but it depends on your race. So Asian women were found to have an increase of estrogen when they overconsumed caffeine, 
white women they found it lowered so the other thing is that they combine coffee with green tea and other sources of caffeine these studies aren't great but just so you know that it depends on your race your body type that caffeine will affect you differently now if you are struggling with insomnia anxiety panic attacks racing thoughts you can't fall asleep you can't stay asleep you have to quit caffeine right away as soon as possible i know because you wake up and you're tired and you're like how much coffee can we get here's the reason why caffeine inhibits gaba which is a neurotransmitter that helps us calm down basically all caffeine and coffee messes with your neurotransmitters why because we drink it so we're more alert it increases serotonin it supports dopamine and we get really focused and calm hopefully that's why you're drinking it but when it inhibits GABA GABAs are are slow down are relaxing um, neurotransmitter so if you're having racing thoughts is because that GABA is being suppressed by caffeine so it's time to quit that's that's all there is to it if you are having anxiety bouts or panic attacks and you're just spinning this is because your neurotransmitters are directly being messed with from intake of too much caffeine um, it also increases serotonin like we talked about which is great for focus in the short term but long term it affects estrogen it can deplete your melatonin so another reason if you're struggling with insomnia racing thoughts and really it also inhibits the absorption of iron which is a key mineral involved with creating serotonin and dopamine and if you're a female you're probably already iron deficient because of your cycles and gut issues and now you're even reducing the amount of iron that you can absorb so this directly affects your brain your gut your hormones and your fatigue so if you're chronically fatigued you have autoimmune conditions caffeine will kill your body the other thing that caffeine messes with which is obvious it messes with your electrolytes right they say for every cup of coffee you have you need to drink eight ounces of water to make up for it but when you do that you're really even more depleting your electrolytes and i know the next thing that most people tell me is oh well i'll just take some some powders or some electrolyte mixes and i'll be fine but that's that's not really great because that's not how your body works right we need to bring your body back into balance so if you struggle with sweating from minimal activity like you get up and you stand up to go walk across the hallway at work and you're already just sweating or you just get out of breath really easily just putting your coat on this is a sign that your electrolytes might be messed up if you get muscle cramping easily or you have poor muscle endurance like your friends love to run 5ks and you're like i can't even run down the driveway or anytime i try to do yoga my muscles cramp up or goodness you go to pick up the kids and you're like your back spasms and you, you think oh i'll just eat bananas because that'll help with the cramping you're eating bananas because you're trying to get potassium and electrolytes and but if you're drinking too much caffeine not enough water or even too much water then you're going to have this imbalance that's not going to be fixed by doing powders um the other common thing that i see is swelling in the wrists and ankles right so that's a sign that your electrolytes might be messed up as well as your liver so let's go into the liver because this is where the hormone really conversation really comes in because caffeine affects liver biotransformation and the detox pathways so it affects phase one and phase two liver pathways it really um, binds it up kind of like a distraction so if your liver is doing like something like 200 tasks a minute and you direct its whole focus all day to clearing out all of this caffeine it can't do as much work for 
your hormones. It cannot bind up and tie up your estrogen and your testosterone, your progesterone. So what happens is that these hormones just start cycling in your body and build up. And even if it can get, the liver can get your hormones bound up and released through your gut, the caffeine will increase your leaky gut issues. So the hormones will just cycle right back through your body. So you're really just affecting not only your liver because of the caffeine, but you're not allowing your body to release and heal from hormones. And this is where estrogen dominance comes in, PCOS conversations about high testosterone, but as well as acne and hair loss, all of these things. So something to think about, right? And of course, um, I've already talked about autoimmune at the very beginning with gluten. Um, we talked about leaky gut. These are these issues and liver biotransformations. So research suggests that chronic coffee intake shifts the immune system to a Th2 dominance. So there's really kind of two sections of the immune system, Th1 and Th2. They're supposed to be in good balance. And when one shifts towards, your body shifts towards one or the other, it can start creating these autoimmune conditions because the immune system's out of control. It's attacking the wrong thing. Like rheumatoid arthritis is really common. A lot of um, eosinophilic issues. I see a lot of asthma and throat swelling and difficulty swallowing and chewing food is a really big one that I see as well. So when you do constant caffeine intake, even from tea and coffee, you're really shifting your immune system and you're not giving your body a chance to create a balance that it needs to. So all of this is not to scare you um, or make you mad. It's just really something to think about that if you're struggling with chronic health issues, that focusing on what are you intaking, why are you taking it in, um, how much of it. And I think my challenge for you would be to say, all right, can you go one whole week without coffee or caffeine? So soda, tea, coffee, and see how your body does. And I've done this many times and it's the first few days are always difficult, right? But after a week, you, you know, when you start, you're like, I'm never going to be able to get around work. I'm not going to have a brain. I'm not going to make it through the afternoon. And then what your body does is it, it, it'll shift on its own and you'll find that you're not as dependent on it. So I challenge you to try going caffeine free this week and see how it affects your sleep, your anxiety, your mood, um, how your gut feels and just start that process. So if you would like help going through this process or you want to get some testing done and see maybe what's cross-reacting in your body, maybe if there's some autoimmune conditions, see if your electrolytes are having an issue, what's going on with your liver, schedule a free call with me. It's 30 minutes. We go through what's going on with you, ask you some questions about how you're feeling, what's working, what's not working, and see how functional medicine can support you. You can schedule online at littleblackbagmedicine.com. Or you can just message me on Facebook. My page is Little Black Bag Medicine. So thanks for tuning in and we'll chat tomorrow.